0: This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network.
1: This is The Morris Code with your host, Dr. Juanita Morris.
2: Hey, Welcome to the Morris Code. This is um, a podcast, and we're going to have a quick conversation. I think today is music day, so I feel like I'm not on my game to send Dom some music. It would throw you off that much. What's that?
1: My music selection. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pick that, yeah, but
2: did. that that was probably one that you picked. You don't think?
1: Probably a while ago. Yeah. No, I think that is from uh, JSU. Get ready.
2: Yeah, which is you. No? Sure. Okay. I love you, hun. I love you, sweetheart. We are in the studio um, with a quick no, podcast. I meant to say okay. <laughs> Super funny inside joke, y'all. So, so we got to share the inside joke real quick because we're taking up time yet again. Like, we're having a Michael moment right now. But what were we doing? We were at home. We
1: were at home. I was leaving for you the morning. I said, love you, hun. Love you, babe. And he I said... said Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So I walked back. Did you
2: hear me? And I was like, yeah,
1: okay, you're leaving. (laughs) No, I said I love you. Oh, my bad. Oh, I love you too. (laughs) I'll be here when you get back
2: (laughs) in the same place in space. So, yeah, that was kind of funny. It was super funny yesterday morning, though. Um, so we just had a show um, with the infamous Avery Curtis <laughs> and Michael Davis. Yes, we did. Didn't we? It was we? a thing that happened. And so what, we
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so what we did was we kept Keith Creighton and we also kept Cassie Mann in the studio with us so we really could talk about what we really were kind of <laughs> supposed <laughs> to talk about other than rocket math, mm-hmm. which, which, <laughs> which is great. So I'm, I'm, I am excited because I, I think in the past year, I'm not sure that we've had a school in. I can't.
1: Nope, I, I can't. don't think so. If We well, had yeah, Milligan, but we, yep, not a DPS
2: school. Not a DPS school. So that's super exciting to yep. me. But I know that there is an event that's coming up But before we get to the event, let's talk quickly. If y'all would please just share a little bit about, one, Dennis Lab Schools and what makes it Dennis Lab Schools. And two, um, what exactly is project-based learning?
3: Sure. Uh, So Dennis Lab Schools is a dual campus, uh, and we're pretty unique in that when we were doing research on what dual campuses look like, we couldn't really find any in the state of Illinois. So we have two facilities that we have, and we go kindergarten through eighth grade and we are about project based learning, is one of the things that we're really about. But then the other thing is about building community and mm. the family feel and atmosphere, mentorship um, parts of education that we want to tap into. Um, and one of the ways that we do that is through project based learning.
0: Okay. Yeah. And bouncing to that, one of the reasons that we designed our campuses the way we design them was so we could keep that family feel so a lot of people thought we would just traditionally split it down the middle with k3 or k4 in one building and the older Mm -hmm. kids in the other Um, but we didn't choose to do that because when we listened to our stakeholders they didn't think that that was what dennis was about So we actually have our kindergarten, our first graders, and our fourth and our fifth graders on one campus. And then on the other campus, our second and third graders and our sixth, seventh, eighth graders go. So they go back and forth and both buildings feel like they're they're Dennis building to them. Um, And although that does split siblings up sometimes, and of course it has its own host of problems, we find that it's so beneficial because we still can keep that community feel with the big kids and little kids. And everyone feels like they're at Dennis.
2: I'm so glad you shared that because I didn't know that like I had no idea. But I I do remember that the grade split and there was conversation. I just didn't know what the rationale was. So that's kind of cool.
0: Yeah, we put a lot of time and effort into it and had a lot of big plans that COVID did not care one single bit about. (laughs) So we didn't get to do most of them when we were going through the process of dividing up the, you know, the classes and whatnot. But it is our mission to really make sure that our students, our families and the community know why. We did what we did yep. so that
2: we can continue to build on the momentum we have. What's the most attractive thing for you about being in the space of, of Dennis Lab schools as an a teacher?
0: Um, the thing that I like most about being a teacher at Dennis Lab is we have a lot of freedom to think creatively. Yeah. With project-based learning, it's really hard to put someone in a box and tell them they have to do this worksheet page on this day because we don't even know what a project will look like when we begin. Um, So there usually isn't anything too big or too crazy or too out of the box that our administrators won't let us explore with the kids. It gives us a lot of freedom um, to teach them the best way they need to be taught versus how a regular student in some other city might best learn. So talk about the event that's coming up.
3: So we've got, we're, we're gearing up for a project-based learning showcase okay. and all of our grade levels are working on different projects and we want to show those off to the community because one of the things project-based learning asks is that you have an, a public audience for your work so that the work you do isn't just an exercise, but there's actually an audience for that. And so we're inviting people in on Thursday night from six to seven o'clock at our Kaleidoscope campus, which is 520 South Wood. And that's uh, the Westwood, old, Wood. yeah, yeah, that direction too. I'm not too. sure where Southwood is.
2: They might be some
0: really cool. It's,
3: it's like when Google Maps took oh, me here, yeah. and I ended up at the the mural from uh, George Hallis. But anyway. Where, yeah,
0: we should have been. Yeah. Uh,
3: so we're having that open there, and, and that was one of the things, too. All the kids are coming over from there, mm-hmm. and uh, they're going to present their projects and share the work that they've done. And in order to get ready for that, uh, we're doing an open dress on Monday from 10.15 to 11.15 in the morning. We're bussing all the students from Mosaic Campus over to Kaleidoscope, and uh, we need people to come through that, too, and, and offer feedback. That'll be a unique experience, because the kids will have the first chance at presenting these projects. And that, I think, is going to have some wide-eye moments yeah. <laughs> when they realize, oh, this is really happening. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of growth that will happen between Monday and Thursday. And so we're really excited to be able to invite people in and to see that. And everyone in the community is welcome to come and check it out.
0: Yeah, for sure. Our kids are super excited because to them, this is just something fun we do every day. PBL is fun. You know, We get to learn in an engaging way. Um, but they haven't quite realized, at least in first grade, that they're going to have a real audience. So today we are writing out invitations to all the board members and um, administrative cabinet and DPS. And I was showing them the pictures and like telling them who these people are and what they do. And um, the students said, well, are they going to come? I said, well, we're going to, we're going to invite them. That's all we can do. And They said they better come. (laughs) Well, we will invite them and let them know that we're doing this. So, to them, they are just so excited that anyone would care about what they were doing, that what they do at school is like a real thing adults would want to look into and talk about. So, they're very excited to share all they've learned. Okay, so open house.
2: Again. Open
3: house is Thursday the twenty seventh.
2: Thursday the twenty seventh.
3: Six to seven.
2: Six to seven, and then before that, before that we've got the rehearsal. open dress
3: rehearsal Monday the twenty fourth, ten fifteen to eleven fifteen,
2: and that's also open. Absolutely. Oh,
3: that's open. Yep.
2: Do people need to respond or RSVP or send an email or just show bring up? Bring snacks. <laughs> I mean, teachers like Diet Coke. <laughs> I, <said. laughs> I
3: might
2: need something that day. It's Are they nervous? Good.
0: Dress- um, are they kind Avery of and Michael are not nervous Well, clearly i don't know that they
3: know to be nervous if- yet okay. i think i think it's just still an abstract concept that this is going to happen um so i don't think they know to be nervous yet
0: no and then the students i had last year we did do a really large project at the end of the year Um, I don't know if you saw that maybe marketed around, but they weren't nervous at all either until they were at their booths and there was a hundred plus people in the room to come talk to them. Then it started getting real. Like, (laughs) okay, this is like these people I've never seen in my life. Um, So that was a kind of eye-opening moment for them. So I'm glad we're doing the practice on Monday to give them some, you know, chances to actually feel what it's going to be like. And then hopefully a bigger crowd on Thursday night.
1: What am I missing, huh? I don't think you're missing anything. I think it's going to be a great event. I'm looking forward to it.
0: We hope to see you there. Yeah. you you got to come because we invited
2: you. And that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> is that how that that's works? How, that's how it works. <laughs> or I will tell Avery and Michael that we invited you and you were not And you did there. not show up. Mm-hmm. So I'll also share that we, the Morris Code is awful, also offered to um, if there's any students uh, or there's a project around building and learning and understanding how all of this jazz work that I don't quite understand, <laughs> we are more than happy to to be partners and let them well, produce their and I, own. And I
3: appreciate that a lot because I think for me, um, from an outside perspective, not working with the students um, directly every day mm-hmm. and teaching projects anymore, um, like the two things I think that resonate the most with me about project-based learning is that students are, are actually and actively engaged in the learning. Um, and it's such a difference to see when what real engagement looks like. Yes. Um, and then the other thing I think is... is when the community sees what we're doing and they get excited about that and we hear about offers like this then then i think that is the best thing education can do to break down those barriers and give access to spaces that that our students wouldn't normally have access to to be coming in to to see how things work um and to to challenge those things with the questions that they're answering and and i can't i'm excited to see how our students in first grade go all the way up through eighth grade and then what they look like when they go into high school and when they go out into the world, they're going to have a different mindset um, about their role in the universe and and what role they can play and and how they can own their own space too in, in different situations.
0: Absolutely. When someone asks me about like what PBL is, I try to explain to them that I put students in positions that they don't know they're not supposed to be in. Sure. So they don't have any idea that they aren't supposed to be behind a jewelry counter or in the kitchen of a restaurant or in a, you know, a studio with a bunch of microphones. They don't realize that. So we introduce them to those situations so they can experience them and use that as part of their foundational learning.
1: We talked about exposure before, and that's exactly what what we think uh, our students need. And that's what they deserve. They deserve to be exposed to something new, something that they don't see on a day to day basis.
2: It gives them confidence, too. And I've found when they have that exposure, access, and opportunity that um, for me – they rise to the occasion, mm-hmm. like that residential CNA program is a project-based learning exercise. Absolutely. It is like it, yep. it is just for sixteen-year-olds, mm-hmm. right? And every time they put in the work to get the outcome, because they do. They have a behind-the-scenes tour of the hospital. They get to meet with this person. It's exactly the same thing, mm-hmm. and it is a shift in mindset. Right. Absolutely. Right. That's yeah. what the because end t- all
0: of our students are not going to go on to be writing papers in college. That's not for everyone. And so we want to give them as many opportunities to see what our world offers and how they fit into it um, and then learn along the way. So
2: I'm so glad y'all are here. I'm glad that y'all are doing the work. Um, If there's anything that we can do at any given point, whether it's here or outside of here, just know that we're here. I oh, oh, appreciate really it. Yep. All right, so then when I email y'all and say, "Hey, what y'all doing over there?" Don't y'all ghost me. Oh, we will have plenty of stuff to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Just ask Michael, or I'll find Michael
3: again. Just send Michael. <laughs> Rocket Math Part Two.
2: You have been listening to. Um, <laughs> (laughs) You have been listening to the podcast, which is the follow-up of the interview with Dennis Lab School students and administration and teachers that we really couldn't get all the information out. But we got the most important information out, which was the voice of Michael and Avery. So then we thought we would provide y'all with the information. So thank you for joining. Thank both of you for the work that you you do. Thank you. And uh, we look forward to popping in and out of one of the events. We'll be there. Can't wait.